Welcome to another episode of your favorite B-Movies podcast. I'm sure there's like 50 other ones, but anyways, this is your favorite one. In this episode, we're going to be going over, or I guess really, I'm going to be going over a short synopsis and giving you some information about another movie I saw, uh, probably right around when it came out. It came out in 19, uh, was it in the 90s? Let's see here. It came out in 1988, so late 80s, early 90s. It's an hour and a half long. It is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Some people call it call it Attack of the Killer Clowns from Outer Space, but the official title is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Unlike some movies that I've had that I've talked about recently, on IMDb this movie actually is rated a 6.1 out of 8, which is kind of impressive. And I believe Clowns is actually spelled with a K in this also, by the way. So when if you're searching for it, make sure you Killer Clowns from Outer Space. The movie's basically what it says in the title. I'll I'll, I'll give it go over in a second. I just want to see what the Rotten Tomato score was. <laughs> it has no way. It is. It has a 71% on the tomato meter. It, it, 59% of the audience liked it. Okay, so that's really funny because the movie is really, really corny. And it's a movie I really do like. You know what? Let me, let me start by telling you who's in the movie, okay? Let me... First off, the movie was made by the Chiota Brothers and starred Grant Kramer, Susan Schneider, John Allen Nelson, and John Vernon. No one that I know the names of offhand... But one of the other notable characters is an actor I do know. It's Christopher Titus. He hasn't really done a whole lot, but he's a comedian, and I, I've heard of him before. Killer Clowns from Outer Space revolves around this small town where these town these it, alien clowns land, right? And people aren't really... Hmm. I can't... Initially, they're not really afraid, right? So basically, they have multiple ways of killing people, right? So, anyways, let's just go with the, that he was he was um, captured because at first he sees the clowns and he's like, oh, somebody set up a circus, and um, they're either captured or killed. It's hard to say because they get cocooned in like cotton candy. So, um, as this is happening, there's a couple named um, Mike and Debbie, and Mike and Debbie see it and um, head over there after the dog and the the farmer have gone missing, and they see the same structure and. Um, they go inside, and they discover the old man in there, and he is in, he's encased in the cotton candy, like I said, a cotton candy cocoon, and they almost get captured by the clowns, because they get coated with, so, they have a cotton candy gun, and um, they also have a popcorn gun, so they're shooting the popcorn gun at them, and they um, they run away, and they escape, but they're getting chased by a, bal- a balloon dog that is alive, so basically, these these aliens are are evil clowns. I mean, if you if you don't like clowns as it is and you're scared of them, this movie should render you catatonic, because they're really creepy looking. It was all done with practical effects like rubber suits and stuff, but it looks pretty good. I mean, to, even to me now, it looks pretty good. So, anyways, Mike and Debbie escape and they run over. They head over to the police station and they talk to um, uh, Dave Hansen and Curtis Mooney. They're both. Um, Police officers. Uh, Dave Hansen is Debbie's ex-husband, or ex-boyfriend? Husband? Boyfriend. And they tell him, listen, these guys, they, they, this is not right. These, they're killer clowns, whatever. Well, Mooney is like, you you're full of shit. They don't think, um, they obviously don't believe it. I mean, who's going to believe that, right? They think it's a hoax. They think it's a prank. Mike and Dave decide to drop off uh, Debbie at home. And then... Mike had convinced they'd convinced Dave to go look. So they go and they find the ship missing it missing. So Dave um Dave's like, Well, then Mooney's correct. This is a hoax. You guys are just pulling our legs. It's full of shit. 
and they stumble across where Mike and Debbie make out and find it's completely covered in cotton candy or, and eh, no, I think it's just cotton candy. So in the meantime, the clowns have now entered the town, the, the town, and they're like entertaining the people to get them off guard. And then they zap them with, you know, the, the, um, uh, cotton candy gun or the pa- the popcorn gun, whichever, and everything looks like toys. So people are think these are just creepy looking clowns, and they're laughing. And, and then it's just too late, right? Because they don't understand. They do um, they do all kinds of um, of, of prank perform- pranks and performances. Um, they do a puppet show, and the puppet show um, becomes real, and they kill people. There's a few that don't work out, but there's one that I think is hilarious because. Um, this little clown has a tricycle, and he goes into a biker bar, or he's at a biker bar or something, and the guy goes, is that your tricycle? And this big dude's, like, making fun of him, and the clown looks all sad, and he goes, what are you going to do, knock my block off? And the little clown, like, hits him and knocks his head straight off, and everyone freaks out. All this mayhem's going on, and Mike and Dave head back to town, and they see a clown. Oh, one of my other favorite ones? I, I forgot about this one. This one's great. So these people are driving, and this clown drives up next to him. He's not in a car. He's just, like, hovering in the air, and he runs him off the road. So there's all these things, and it's somewhat comical. Like, even as a kid, it, it didn't really scare me, but it definitely was, it was more comical to me than anything else. Mike and Dave end up encountering one of the clowns, and he's, um, they see him shrink a crowd of people into um, the palm of his hand, basically, um, using a shadow puppet, and then he feeds... The people to a bag of a bag of I guess the shadow puppet offspring. It's really creepy and just bizarre. And Mike's trying to run it over with the car, and the thing takes off, and he can't catch it. Mooney still thinks this is a hoax. He still thinks it's just a joke. He's at the police station. He's getting pissed off. He thinks the whole town's in on it. Which what are the odds you'd have even a small town? What are the odds everyone would play along with us, right? So he um he actually runs into one of the clowns. And he sees this clown pulling all these pranks, and Mooney locks up the clown. It doesn't end well for Mooney, because when Dave and Mike finally return to the police station, there were two prisoners in the, in the cells. They're dead. There's giant shoe prints everywhere, and Mooney's talking, but he's talking really... Actually, the guy that plays Mooney, oh, if I remembered his name, he's somebody I've seen in movies before. Give me one second here. I, I gotta look. Mooney was played by John Vernon, who I believe was an Air America... Was that John Vernon? No, uh, no, 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 no. He was in Animal House, right? Uh, yes, yes. He was Dean Vernon Wormer in Animal House. I knew there was pe- a couple people I recognized. And uh, he's actually dead. And he's talking to them. And it turns out he's not doing the talking. But one of the clowns has his hands up, hand up his back and acting, using him as a, um, a puppet. So Mike and Dave are just kind of freaked out and, Dave opens fire on the clown, and um, nothing's happening. And then Dave accidentally hits the clown's nose. The nose explodes, and the clown starts spinning and then explodes with it. So now at this point, they are like, okay, we have to shoot the nose. That's how we destroy these things. Uh, it's kind of like if you watch Doctor Who, it's kind of like the Daleks, right? You shoot the eye stalk, and they get blinded, and then somehow you can kill them. I don't know the detail. I mean, I get it, but, you know. Um, so Mike heads back into town. And his, he has these two friends that, that they call the Terenzi brothers. So they're trying to warn people that, hey, these clowns aren't safe. You need to get out of town now. And um, they're driving around in an ice cream truck telling people this, saying, hey, 
Um, you have to get out of the town. The, town, the clowns are evil. Ron, run away. In the meantime, Debbie gets attacked by two, um, two, two or three, by some popcorn monsters at her house. And then she gets trapped in this giant balloon, right? So then Mike and Dave and the brothers, they start chasing the balloon, which ends up going to an amusement park. So they're, they end up in this fun house, and they're going through the fun house, and the Terenzi brothers become separated, and uh, Dave and Mike are there, and the fun house ends up leading to the ship. So when the Terenzi brothers get separated, now there's two female clowns who seduce them off of the screen. Uh, they seduce them off to the side, which... They're not good-looking clowns. I don't get it, how it worked. But they seduce them, and they go off-screen, and I think we end up finding out later on what happens to them. I'll, I'll let you know. Um, then, David... Now, meanwhile, David and Mike see a clown using us... A clown drinking the townspeople. So I guess they had liquefied them after a certain point in time, and now he's drinking the people using a crazy straw. Um, they, they find a way to break... Debbie out of the balloon. They rescue Debbie, and they run into another... They end up in a maze. The maze is just... It's just clearly, it's not going to be a fair fair game, right? Because these clowns are evil. The whole area is evil. And there's, you know, it's full of traps and pitfalls and everything else. Enough pitfalls that Pitfall Harry would have, way, have big problems. So, they finally get out of this maze... And they think they're in the free, they think they think they're home uh, they're home free. They get out of the maze and they're surrounded by the clowns. Everything stops for a second, obviously, because now they're like shit. We're we're gonna die. And suddenly the ice cream truck shows up, and it's Rich and Paul, the Ter- the Terenzi brothers, who somehow have gotten away from the female clowns, and they're using a so the ice cream truck has a clown on it. And they're using it, driving around the clowns, and it's distracting them. So he's trying to, they're trying to distract the clowns, and Dave and, or not, yeah, yeah, Mike, Dave, and Debbie kind of run off, and they're getting chased and everything. And all of a sudden, this giant marionette shows up. And this giant clown starts, uh, he's on these strings and everything, and then he breaks free of the strings. And he's... He goes after the ice cream truck, and he attacks it, and he destroys the ice cream truck. In the meantime, Dave just starts shooting at the giant marionette one, and it um, it's like a it's like a scene from King Kong, right? He picks up Dave, and special effects wise, now we're talking to use practical effects, and it's yeah, it's not great. The movie had a one point eight million dollar budget, so he picks the the giant clown picks up Dave. Dave takes his badge off because the clown's going to try to eat him, and he stabs the clown's nose. Nose explodes, and the uh, the clown explodes as well. And they don't really say how, but the ship explodes too. Uh, the clown explodes, the ship explodes. Debbie and Mike have escaped the ship at this point, which is the maze and all that. And uh, they kind of just uh, they kind of just sit there for a second, and um. Yeah, they're kind of, you know, all right, I guess we survived, we're good. And then a clown car, and then a car drops out of the sky, a clown car. And um, out of the car comes the Terenzi brothers and Dave. So they're like, oh, okay, well, the majority of us survived. All right, cool, you know. And then pies start fall- falling from the sky and landing on them. You know, it's not a bad movie. It's a, it, it, it is more comedic because it's so far-fetched. 
Um, it's a lot of fun. Like I said, they use a lot of product, a lot of um, real practical effects. They did just the fantastic for being rubber suits and stuff. They did a pretty pretty damn good job. This movie is a straight up cult classic. It has become a movie that lots of people have seen, lots of people enjoy. It's like I said, if you don't, if you're afraid of clowns, it's gonna you're gonna be catatonic watching it. It, it is hilarious and it's a great movie. And um, they've been working on a, developing a sequel for a long time now. And uh, it's been they've been working on it since since probably eighty nine. 90 after this came out and um the director steven shiato so really it was it was a whole family affair right it was steven charles edward doing this and he uh he's been he's they've said many times they want to produce a series of films and it, it's sad that this never you know there's so many child's plays and and uh, even sleepaway camps and and nightmare on elm streets and friday the 13th and all these but this film still hasn't had a sequel and nowadays with special effects and stuff that they could do they can make it really, really cool because it's a good movie as it is, and it, it was pretty fun. Some pretty innovative deaths, deaths in it. It's pretty fun. I definitely recommend this one. I think it's a great film. I hope that short, quick little synopsis is enough for you guys to say, "Hey, I want to go watch this movie." Uh, there's a lot of stuff I left out and glossed over, and there's I've told you the reasons before that before. I just think that you know, if I tell you everything, you're not going to want to see it. But it's just so corny, but so original and fun at the same time. It's definitely a movie that I uh, I enjoyed a lot, and I still do, and it is definitely Halloween worthy. So go out, find it on the, on the, them their internets, find it at on DVD, Blu-ray. I don't even know what's out on to be honest. Yeah, Laserdisc, and uh, give it a watch. See what you think. And thanks for listening. I appreciate it. I'll be back with another installment. So stay tuned for another one. And thanks again for listening. Bye.